You're listening to the Rise of Sisterhood podcast, where we chat about soul, spirit, sisterhood, and a little bit of everything in between. Here is your host, aka me, Jen. So thanks for joining me on the podcast, Cheryl. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. I'm really excited for the listeners to hear your story because it's been really inspiring to me and I'm so grateful to have you as someone that can inspire me in my life on the daily and I think that it would be really great for others to hear who you are and what it is that you do and a little bit of your story you know, where you started and how you got to where you are today. The theme of our podcast, especially when we're doing interviews, is just kind of lessons on how to rise up. I don't know if lessons is the right word, but <laughs> I, love, I love where you've come from and where you are now. So yeah, does that sound good? It sounds awesome. I'm super excited to be doing this with you. And I'm thrilled that you're uh, launching into the podcast world. Yay! I'm, I'm pretty excited. This whole interview thing is pretty funny. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> li- listeners, as you know, I'm not one for editing. So this is going to be pretty raw. So bear with me. <laughs> I know Cheryl and I were joking. I'm huddled in a corner of my bedroom, like stuck beside my bed in between a couple tiny walls. And Cheryl, where are you right now? Uh, I am currently sitting on the floor of my walk-in closet with my husband's dirty laundry kind of pushed as far to the other side of the closet as I can push it. Oh my goodness, I have dirty laundry <laughs> all around me as well. This, pod- <laughs> this podcasting thing isn't all that glamorous. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay, so why don't we uh, get started? Why don't you tell me a little bit maybe about where you grew up? Tell me about that. What was it like? Yeah, so I actually grew up in Calgary, and um, I lived in Calgary for most of my childhood up until I graduated university. I did live a sh- very short stint in a city called Red Deer, which is between Edmonton and Calgary. Um, and I grew up with my my parents and my sister, who's three years older than me, and we had a family dog that's name was Pepper. Um, she was amazing and she was around for most of my younger years and yeah I was a pretty quiet kid Um, I was super introverted which many people don't believe that know me now but I I really was I just kind of uh, kept to myself and um, I had friends but I wasn't really like the go-getter super like I don't know energetic person that was sort of um, bringing everybody together back when I was a child. It took me a long, long time to come out of my shell. And uh, I kept busy when I was a kid, mostly by playing sports. I think that was my parents' kind of solution to uh, keeping me out of trouble, which which seemed to work pretty well for me, I guess. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so you mentioned your sister's three years older. Was she similar to you? Did you guys have a close relationship growing up? Oh, gosh, I think that um, our relationship kind of had ups and downs, as all siblings do. Um, We are very different in many ways. She's very 
type A and organized. And she was always, you know, straight A student and got many awards at school. And so for me, I was, I would, you know, struggle to kind of fill her big footsteps as she led the way. And uh, it took me a long time to uh, realize that I could, you know, walk my own path and not have to necessarily follow in her footsteps. But that said, like, she's, she's amazing. And we are, even though she lives in Calgary now, we're really close. And we both have kids around the same age, which has really brought us closer together, despite, you know, the physical locational distance, I guess. Right. That's awesome, actually. Yeah, my sister and I definitely grew closer as we became adults. We were pretty much enemies Although she's younger, so I was maybe the mean older sister. I'm not sure. I don't know how I felt about it. It's funny. It was the opposite in my family where I think I was a bit more of like, I don't want to use the word bully, but I definitely uh, had more aggression than she did, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I had to try and make up for those three days somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) So, so So she still lives in Calgary? She does. Yeah, she's back there now. She hasn't always been there. But yeah, she's back. And then your parents. Yeah, as well. Right on. So did you end up going to university in Calgary or college? Or what was that whole path like? Yeah, I did. Um, my my dad's an engineer, and uh, so he went to university. And it was important to my parents that we had access to post secondary school, and they very highly encouraged us to attend it. So for me, I was not the type of person that always knew what I wanted to do going through high school. I had a really hard time actually deciding what program to enter into, but. Um, ultimately, I've always had a deep love for the environment. And so I decided, you know what, why not go for that? And I ended up enrolling in the environmental sciences program at the University of Calgary. And uh, yeah, it was great. I, um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the first years were tough because they were all sort of, the, you know, the classes that you have to take the chemistry and the bio and mm. the physics and all that. But once it got to the nailed down to the actual environmental stuff. I really, really loved it. Um, yeah. And I ended up then uh, right after I graduated. Well, actually, before I graduated, I met my now husband um, while I was on a trip out to Vancouver just with a friend. And it was really funny because I had just about maybe six months earlier come off of a out of a breakup of a pretty serious relationship and so her and I were in the situation where we really didn't want to have anything to do with um, boyfriends or you know having a relationship at all and I met Neil when I was on that road trip out here and we were just trying to have like a fun girls time (laughs) and so we met and ended up dating long distance for eight months until I graduated university and I left to move out here the day after my last exam (laughs) and so you met Neil you ended up moving out here right away so that's funny because my husband and I we both kind of had a not the same but I had just gotten out of a really serious relationship and I was not looking for anything new it was a pretty (laughs) brutal breakup and it's funny how the universe does that puts these totally in our path when we're not expecting it (laughs) yeah it's actually yeah when Neil and I met it was a really funny story my um my girlfriend at the time 
um, was obviously with me on that road trip and we were out at a bar. We actually met at the Abbotsford Agri Fairs. Um, oh my God. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. So just like there were wood chips on the floor in the, in the like temporary saloon thing they had set up and, and his friend wanted, wanted to, you know, hook up with my girlfriend and she was like, heck no, we got to get away from these guys. And, she was like, come on, Cheryl, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> I looked at her and I was like, but he's an environmental scientist. <laughs> and then oh, she was is. like, she was like, okay, well, I guess I'll give this one a pass. And yeah, now we're married. That's, that's <laughs> even more funny because when I met Steve, I, my girlfriend and I had gone out and it was prior to meeting Steve and she had met this guy that she wanted to see again. And I thought, all of his friends were just like the worst scum of the earth and wanted nothing to do with them. And she finally convinced me to go out with her and he was, and her, this man that she had connected with. And she was like, he's just going to bring one friend and it'll be fine. And then the friend ended up being Steve. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is so random. The universe is crazy that way. (laughs) It's pretty funny, but I really honestly can't believe you met him. At the Agri Flare. That's so oh, I know, I know. We go back, we try and go back every year, and, and we just kind of make a mockery out of it, to be honest. That's incredible. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more. Let's fast forward a little bit. So you met Neil, you moved out here. Did you work in environmental science at all out here or? I did, yeah. I was really lucky because I ended up moving out here in 2008, which was right sort of during the recession Mm -hmm. and uh, I got very lucky and I got um, a job at a local environmental consulting firm. Uh, Actually, I had a couple different jobs in that field, but I, I worked doing that for, I think it was about five years. I was, I have um, a specialty in atmospheric science and then I got into doing some greenhouse gas and sort of climate change consulting work as well. And so I did that until I became pregnant, well, until I had my um, oldest daughter, Kayla. And then I was totally the type of person that a pregnant person that was like, I'm kind of I'm going to be back here in a year. I'll see you guys all later, like left some of my stuff in the office, like just stashed it away thinking I'm for sure coming back. But um, we had made a move from New West to Maple Ridge, which meant that I was taking the West Coast Express for the last sort of year of working and it ended up being like a 13 hour day. Uh, Yeah, because we had like a really long work day and a mandatory lunch break and all that. And I just it just ended up, you know, like priorities change drastically once you have a child. And um, for me, I knew that that I didn't want to, you know, miss her entire life and not be around at all when she was awake. So I ended up after Matt leave, I ended up doing some contract work at home for about a year as well in the same field. And I just, uh, I'm the type of person I have a really hard time setting boundaries and I had a hard time saying no to jobs. And I also didn't want to put Kayla into childcare. I don't know mm. why I had this block with that. Like I really was like, no, I want to be the mom that's really there for my kid. And um so anyways I just totally overcommitted myself and I ended up just I had to stop working altogether because I just was so bad with setting boundaries <laughs> oh but so you have so then you have Kayla and Kayla is seven or eight now 
Yeah, Kayla's seven. She'll be eight in she- January. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, so you you work, then you end up leaving work, and you're not doing anything. You're just doing the mom stuff full time. And what was that like for you? Yeah, that was hard. That whole transition between professional life and becoming. And I hate to say this because it goes against everything in my body, but like just a mom, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is, is obviously not all that we are as moms, but um, that's truly how it felt for me at the time was that I had, you know, put my career on hold and, and all the friendships that I had at the office then were also sort of, I guess, put on hold in a sense. And um, I really didn't know very many people out here in Maple Ridge and it, it just got, you know, quite lonely. And I think a lot of new moms can probably relate to that. I mean, it's first off, it's really hard to get a baby out of the house. But secondly, if you don't know anybody, then it's even harder. Mm-hmm. And so um, because I am passionate about the environment and I had moved to this new place, Maple Ridge, which is very beautiful and has lots of trails and and just beautiful forests and lakes and stuff I really wanted to explore those areas but with a baby and being on my own I just didn't feel comfortable doing it so Mm -hmm. I ended up creating um an outdoor play group called Worms and Wee Ones which uh over time became quite popular but it took a while to build it up to that stage in the beginning it was just sort of myself and and Kayla trudging out and rain or shine and eventually we got a really good group of regulars that started coming out and many of them are still my really good friends so for me that was sort of my first uh feeling I guess of Maple Ridge just truly being home and my first Mm -hmm. connections made with the community and I just came to very quickly once that group sort of um, came to be I, I really quickly came to absolutely love this place and not just because of the natural environments we were visiting but because of the people that I was making connections with as well love it yeah That's, it's really nice when you can feel like you're at home yeah I totally like a sense of yeah. belonging and and I think it's so important for us like it's so hard to you know wake up day to day if you don't have that sense of belonging right for sure so did worms and wee ones become like was that just like a free group or did it become a business or was there some sort of spark that happened in you because you started organizing these events yeah um it was it, it was always completely free and volunteer run and um we I had over time a couple of other ladies that helped out Uh, along the way as well and we did weekly meetups for many many years actually until last year my youngest daughter now is um, just in kindergarten this year so all the way up to last year it was still running and it was just important for me to to keep it very accessible for people and uh, it was never an intention of mine to turn it into a business however um, you know making connections with moms started started sort of conversations about our own self-care and our desire to kind of you know, maybe get out on our own every now and again. And so I think, Mm -hmm. you know, my start with Worms and Wee Ones did end up definitely contributing to my ability to be able to uh, create Mums Gone Wild and sort of have it take off in the way that it did, I guess. I love it. Let's put a pin in Mums Gone Wild because you did mention your youngest daughter. So let's chat about... Um, how how that was because you had mentioned to me that maybe after she was born 
you maybe felt a shift or tell me a little bit more about that period of your life. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I had Sienna when Kayla was about two and a half years old. And uh, I didn't realize like how different I guess having two kids would be. And I don't know if it was because of two kids or just whatever different time in life or what it was. But um, I ended up I had a sort of health scare when I was in very late stages of pregnancy with Sienna. Um, I don't want to go into a ton of detail about it, but basically four days before she was born, I had what doctors thought at the time may have been some level of a stroke and I was taken to hospital by ambulance. And yeah, it was a big, um, obviously a big thing. I was already due to have my baby at that point. And so um, it was, it was, like really scary time and it turned out that Sienna was fine and she was born fine um by VBAC at Ridge Meadows like I think it was yeah four days after that and um and then anyways I was I was focused on trying to the doctors were focused on trying to run tests then at that point to find out what had happened to me but of course at this point I also have a newborn with me so um, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of fear and worry for me surrounding my health and sort of what had happened and you know the the what ifs that come along with that when you're a new mom like what if an episode like that happens again what if something worse happens And the questions just went unanswered for a really long time for me. It took a long time to get through to all the testing that needed to be done. And at the end of the day, it turned out that I, they don't know exactly what had happened, but they deemed that there was no indication that I was unhealthy or that anything, I was at risk for any, any sort of um, further health complications. So, but uh, by the point that that had all been determined, kind of, I guess, damage had been done so to say and mm-hmm. um I had I had really gone into a really sort of uh I hate to use the word term dark place but honestly it, that's what it was for me um I ended up being diagnosed with postpartum anxiety I think it was about I don't know four months or so after I had Sienna which honestly then at that point I thinking back on my pregnancy even with Kayla I was like you know what I think I probably had some level of this with her as well but I come from a family that um, didn't talk a lot about mental health and I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's because maybe my parents just hadn't experienced any sort of mental health illness or I don't blame them at all for it it's just it wasn't a thing that we talked about and so for me it honestly just wasn't on my radar at all and Mm -hmm. um, but once once you know, somebody had told me, I think this might be what you have. And then I went online and did the Google thing and read about it. I was like, Oh, my God, I am like, I have gone so far down this like this is exactly what I have. And I was sort of experiencing all of the physical symptoms that also come along with anxiety, like just total fatigue and Mm. um, sort of like vertigo and issues with appetite and all that. So yeah, it was a struggle. Definitely for me, I ended up, um, I ended up actually at that point handing worms and wee ones, which was like my baby and so important to me. I handed it on to another lady for an entire year. Like I literally basically stayed at home um, and just functioned doing my day-to-day living for, for honestly the better part of the year. So it was definitely a big struggle for me. Did you, over that year, were you working on 
getting yourself better or what what did you do during that time? Yeah, actually as soon as I found out that that this was anxiety or anxiety was part and depression were part of um, sort of my health, what had happened and where I was at at that point, I was really, really determined uh, to do what I could to sort of, I guess, get better for my kids. Um, Cause there was a point where I, I never wanted to take my own life, but I definitely had thoughts of, you know, my family uh, maybe would be better off if I, just wasn't here because I felt like I was a dependent as well at that point and my husband Mm -hmm. was having to take care of me and my mom had to come here from Calgary to take care of me so yeah I started going to therapy um once a week and my therapist is just like the most amazing person and I completely believe that she had a big impact on me being able to sort of climb my way out of where I was um fairly efficiently I mean at the time it feels impossible but um you know thinking back on it now like I really did sort of turn it around fairly quickly um I also I ended up going on medication and uh I turned to basically anything that anybody said might help me I tried so I tried you know meditation and and that was really beneficial for me just to be able to clear my mind and sort of get out of that state of just total worry. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other thing that really worked well for me was gratitude. And just Mm. my therapist taught me if you're, if you're practicing gratitude and you're thinking about gratitude, anxiety, like cannot visit you at the same time. And that to me is just like so powerful. And it's so true. Like if you are feeling worried about something, if you just stop and think about just something like something, even if it's like super, small and and doesn't feel significant like it really does change your focus even if it's only for a few minutes that is so powerful and I obviously love the gratitude practice I've done that for a long time in rise up sisterhood and it's really it's made a big difference in my life too so I love hearing Mm -hmm. that it's made such a big shift in yours so you were able to kind of pull yourself out of it I guess, over the course of a year or so. Had you developed Moms Gone Wild by that point yet? No, I hadn't. Um, Moms Gone Wild started in 2017. And so, um, yeah, Moms Gone Wild started uh, after I went on a camping trip. And and I've told this story before, but um, basically I went on this camping trip and I, and we met up with my nieces and nephew and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law and my nephew really wanted to go do this cliff jump. And so we took these little boats out. It was like a non-motorized lake. So we like, whatever we paddle over on our paddle board and our little rowboat thing. And he's like, come on, auntie, come up there with me. And I was like, Oh gosh, like I'm old now. Like (laughs) I have kids, like every excuse in the book is like coming out. And then I just thought for a second and I'm like, man, you know, like five years ago or whatever, this never would have been even a thought in my mind. And so (laughs) I was like, no, I'm going to try. And so I climbed up these rocks to the top and I was you know, up there for a long time before I finally decided to just jump and just, and honestly, in that moment, it was just like, this sort of newfound freedom of like, why, why do I have to let the label of being a mom sort of define me and hold me back from who I want to be? Like, I don't want my kids to 
hold themselves back from their dreams and from what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So why do I feel like I have to because I am their mom? And so for me, that was the point where I really just allowed myself permission to do the things I wanted to do. And um, one of the things I wanted to do was to go to Wild Play in Maple Ridge. <laughs> I used to be in a hiking group and we drove by it every week Mm. and on a hike we were joking around I was saying like oh my gosh you guys I've driven by this like however many times every week and and I've always wanted to do it and I honestly thought they were just gonna all laugh at me and be like oh my god that's hilarious that you want to do that and like that would be it and I think there were maybe like 12 women there that day and like all of their faces lit up and they were all like yes I've totally wanted to do that too and like we kind of had this huge like just moment of laughter and like how ridiculous is it that we've wanted to do that for so long and we haven't done it so (laughs) that was that was the birth of mums gone wild we uh we went to wild play and and yeah from from there on it's history pretty much <laughs> oh my God, that's that's awesome I I still have yet to go there and I oh, have, we have to do so it so many times I know I will I will I want to go I want to go okay I'm holding well, you to that <laughs> yeah well I'm really grateful that you were able to share a bit of your journey because I think that I, I don't know if this is the same because you do have a really beautiful community on Facebook as well that is really just based around mental health and moms and it's just it's a community where women can feel free to share when they're struggling and I've seen some incredible vulnerability in there and seen the beautiful community within just rally behind the women in there Um, so I know that that's something you're super passionate about I mean it's mind-blowing how many of us are going through very similar experiences I think that something that I talk about at circle all the time is that we all you know we have different experiences but our emotions generally are fairly similar regardless of our experience so it makes it easy for us to empathize and Uh and uh you know and all relate to each other whether it's suffering or happiness or whatever it may be Uh um yeah. So, I mean, to wrap this up, I'd love to, first off, I'd love to hear how can our listeners find you? Where are you on the internet? Do you have any <laughs> links you would like to share? If you'd like to connect with Cheryl, maybe maybe we'll talk a little bit about what you do with Moms Gone Wild. So you guys did hear us talk about Wild Play, which is kind of a ropes course up in the mountains in Maple Ridge. What other kind of events do you do with yeah I mean we do we host a wide variety of events now many of which are with you so we do (laughs) um lots of creative events with Jen and and the women's circle which are amazing and we've done everything from we have a snowshoe uh trip coming up and we've done axe throwing and um uh, we've gone to an indoor shooting range we've ridden on (laughs) ATVs we did a flash mob to Michael Jackson's thriller song at Rogers arena during a Canucks game, um, which was probably the highlight of many of our existences. So yeah, we do all kinds of fun things and um, people can find us at uh, mumsgonewild.ca or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. We're under mumsgonewildcanada and uh, you can find the mental health group, uh, by searching mother's mental health group 
support group. Sorry. On Facebook. Sorry, I don't have the link on that off the top of my head. But you can find it in Mom's Gone Wild, too. I'll post it in the, the show notes as well. So oh, that, that would be can... fabulous. Thank you, Jen. Yes. You're welcome. Uh, I really... I'm so grateful that I get to come and spend time with the community that you've built with Moms Gone Wild. I think that the women are so, it's just wild how <laughs> incredibly different everybody is. Like they're, it's just the strangest, best bunch of random women that all come together because they are seeking connection. And so maybe this is a good place to wrap up. If you could give one final piece of advice for the women listening, what would that be? Oh, gosh. I think the biggest thing, and this comes from personal experience for me, is just in a world that seems to focus so much on, on me and ourselves rather than on we and community, I think that one of the most courageous things that any of us can do is to reach out and ask for support when we need it. Um, I just feel like leaning on others is not a sign of weakness, but it's a sign of, it's a symbol of humanity. And I think that the more that we learn to lean on each other, to give support and to receive support when we need it, uh, the better off we all could be. That's so beautiful. Thank you so much for coming and being a part of the podcast. Cheryl, I love you so much. I love you too. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you received some value or maybe a giggle or maybe gave you something to think about. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your sisters. I'm sure they'd love to hear it as well. And if you're feeling up to it, leave us a five-star review. Thanks a lot. See you in the next one.